if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, I did one of these last year. I figured I'd do it now, reacting to the Cardinals getting knocked out of the postseason. That that was a really brutal game. And I'm the type of fan that it's really hard for me to watch when the pressure's that much. It's just pacing and pacing. And my, oh, my, that is brutal. There's a lot to unpack here because, number one, the bottom line is that the offense did not do enough tonight. They get the run in the first inning on a wild pitch, and then they proceed to go 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position. That is unacceptable. Arenado, O'Neal, really bad tonight. I'm sorry to say it, but they just didn't come up big. Obviously, it's a tough draw when you when you don't have a great season and you have to go on a massive run to even get in. And then when you get in, you're facing a team that won 106 games. I mean, that's that's why I said it was a house money game. They win the game. Nobody expects them to win. If they lose, you're playing a team that's clearly much better than you. And that's what we saw. That's why going into it, I didn't understand the whole narrative of, oh, the Cardinals owned the Dodgers in the postseason. Anybody that was saying that, I just think they were flat out wrong. It's been seven years since that was a relevant thing to say. Seven years since you could say the Cardinals owned them. You know how many different players on each team? Matt Adams is not here anymore. Love the guy, not here anymore. Matt Carpenter's a shell of his former self. You know, it's just Scherzer didn't. I don't think Scherzer really had it tonight. He didn't strike out very many. The Cardinals had some great at-bats against him. But, man, only getting one run is just so bad. So bad. Really bad. I mean, they just didn't come through. And I don't know where they go from here. Um, I think there's a lot to build on this season. You know, if I, if I had to think about what the rotation could look like next season, I'll get into that in a minute because how in the hell does Mike Schultz put Alex Reyes in that spot? All Alex Reyes has done this season, after a really good first half, seemed like he was gassed, wasn't throwing the proper, wasn't doing it the way he was early in the season. How do you put him in that situation? How do you do that? And it all started, and I believe STL Cup of Joe on Twitter tweeted this. Don't overlook TJ McFarland walking one of the worst hitters in the league this year. I know Cody Bellinger was terrific a few years ago, but he was so bad this year, and they walked him lefty-lefty. That's just brutal to set that up. But if you're Schilt, how the hell do you go to Reyes there, man? How do you do it? You're putting him in a terrible spot. The dude's given up brutal home runs all season long, and then you put him in that position. That's just terrible managing. It really is. And I'm not going to blame the game on Schilt. I think Schilt's an extremely average manager. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's really bad. I think he's bad in between bad and average. But, man, you just can't put the guy in that spot. And, obviously, I've, I've been critical of Reyes. He had an overall weird season, but decent enough season. I think he'll be back next year. But, my Lord, how do you put him in that position? Wayno was brilliant. I mean, he came to play. He was He was better than Scherzer. Terrific outing for him. And they just didn't get it done. Can't say I'm surprised. I think the lineup's almost not going to change next year other than I feel like you got to do something at shortstop. With this shortstop market, 
Baez out there. I know Simeon played second base with the Blue Jays, but he can play shortstop. Seager out there, who I've wanted the whole time, get another lefty in there. Oh, man. Tommy Edmund came to play. Shout out to him. But, you know, Carlos Correa, Baez, if I didn't already mention him, Trevor Story, a huge shortstop market. And as good as Edmundo Sosa was this year, I don't think that's sustainable for an entire 162. I really don't. And I hope the Cardinals don't because bringing in a shortstop would really be huge for this lineup because I think you're already set in the outfield. O'Neal, Bader, Carlson, they're not going anywhere. Corners aren't going anywhere with Arenado and Goldsmith. I don't think Edmonds going anywhere. I think he'll be the second baseman. And um, Yachty obviously will be here. But shortstop's the big question offensively. Um, and then pitching-wise, I think rotation-wise, you're looking at Flaherty, you're looking at Wainwright, you're looking at Michaelis. You're probably looking at Dakota Hudson. And that fifth spot's kind of up for grabs. I know they said something about Jordan Hicks being started. I think that's a horrendous idea. Don't do that. Reyes shouldn't do it either. Um, Carlos Martinez has got to go. Obviously, I think he'll be done, uh, gone. Excuse me. I almost wonder if you just bring back Lester. They might do that. I could see that happening. Then reliever-wise, I'm assuming Andrew Miller's gone. Um, I think you got to bring back Garcia and McFarland. They were really good this season. Uh, Reyes, <coughs> excuse me, I'm losing it. Uh, Reyes will probably be back. Um, you got to think Gallegos will be there, obviously. Uh, you know, other than that, they got to get some more depth in this team. And I would love my, my ranking of shortstops that I want here. Seeger's number one, lefty bat. Seems to always hit for average, just has to stay healthy. Um, you know, I would look at. Simeon would be great, but I think he's going to get overpaid by somebody, even though he had a really good season. Um, story, I would take his familiarity with Arenado, and he's going to hit home runs, and he's a good fielder, and he's fast, so he fits the mold there. And, um, yeah, I mean, Baez be funny one, but I don't see that happening. So who knows where they go from here, but uh, it, was, it was an overall weird season, disappointing end, surprised they got their house money spot. I don't want to be all soft about this. I'm very annoyed that they lost. And disappointed, but what can you do? And now I'm on to the blue season. You can catch my writing, thehockeywriters.com. I'll have some, a couple more fun pieces coming out before the season starts. At least one of them will come out before the season starts. The other one up in the air, but thehockeywriters.com. You can catch me there. I'll be covering the blue season all lo- all season long. My Twitter, at Ethan Carter SW. I'll be covering, not really covering, but just watching sports, tweeting about sports. I love the NHL. Um, I'm kind of into soccer a little bit now. Something to watch during the day. Premier League. I, I like watching on the weekends. Uh, I'm a Chelsea fan these days, so shout out to Chelsea. Um, backer season still going on. Maybe do some stuff with that. Who knows? Who knows? And I might do an NFL thing after the after week five. Talk about the NFL. Maybe do that. And you, the sports mashup you can also catch in the Illini Basketball Podcast. Another one of those episodes coming soon. And on to the next season, on to the winter, and uh, hopefully Mosellock actually does something, and we'll see. But disappointing end, good game for the Dodgers, obviously a really, really good game, team, the best team in the league if you ask me. But um, all right, on to the next, and uh, thanks for listening.